like three or four seconds of quietness. Everyone's going, what's going on? It's a fake episode, there's nothing here. Yeah, yeah. And then we hear the cans open and everyone's relaxed. A little Heineken. Really? Yeah, man. I like the, I like the little cans. Yeah, do you know what? I've I've ever, um, I've been drinking all these sort of little ale cans and stuff. And I've, do you know what? I went to the pub last um, uh, Wednesday night. Right, did pub quiz. Did well again. Second, second to last as usual. <laughs> right, and um, yeah, it's got a sour roll. Um, and they got um, what's it called? What is it called? It's like um a pale ale, and it's and they ha- they got the wickedest like stubbiest pint glasses you'll ever see. I had to nick one. Oh, good on you. I mean, it was it was. I don't know how to describe it, but they're what amazing. What's it called? I'm trying to remember. Look, um, I can't remember, but it's it's a really nice um, really nice ale. I'll remember it in a minute, and it'll come to me, and I'll just shout it out probably after through the episode. I get. I'm, I always drink them cans now. No, no, I was gonna get some. The pint cans are good, but um. I prefer the little ones. Yeah, do you know what I think it is as well? Because it probably, you, you know, just go. For, I think you can go. Well, it's not like it's it not about it, volume. It's colder, longer. That's because you're yeah. drinking in smaller quantities. If Sp- that makes especially sense, especially when you're putting it in one of these, uh, you're wicking stupid koozies. Yeah, yeah. Keep it even cooler. Yeah, for it longer. does actually, doesn't it? Yeah. Insulation. Get it in there. Yeah, man. What's <laughs> about? How are you doing? I'm all right. I've had a hectic day of not really doing a great deal. Nice, nice. I was in Stratford upon Avon today, which is one of the most English sounding places you could go to. It's because it probably is. And um, obviously, it's did you see William Shakespeare? Well, well, I was close to him because, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I had like kind of like a bit of time where I wasn't really doing a great deal. So I thought, fuck it, I'll go for a walk. And uh, I went to his uh, where the place he was born. And because uh, I. I nicked a pebble. Here it is. Do you know he bought that house that he lived in? I don't know if you saw that house in Stratford. Yeah, did um, you? I went to it. 20 yeah. quid he bought it for. He bought that for 20 quid? Yeah, but it was like fucking whatever year it was, wasn't it? Like 1500 so Still <laughs> probably, if you equivalent, put it to now, it's probably like fucking 800,000 quid or something. But 20 quid, yeah. Well, I was wondering... One note, mate. One note <laughs> down. Bang, I'll have that house. And it's worth it. I no stamp duty. That's including the stamp duty. It's Bang. A <laughs> <laughs> it's a well agent's fees. Bosh. It's twenty fun, quid. It's, it's mad because like you 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 walk. It's a house, and you just walk outside it. You're just standing on his doorstep. You're like that's fucking shape. That's where he's born. Yeah. So and I know like Lily because remember I did that um, uh, video from that castle. Yeah. And I, I picked a pebble out of the wall, and uh, Lily wanted it over in. Um, <laughs> Did you nick, Ameri- nick yeah. William Shakespeare's skull? Well, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, dug his grave. Up. Yeah. We got a pe- uh, this pebble is from his gu- from the garden of his uh, his birthplace, and then I was like, you know what? Because everything's really close, and there's loads of signposts saying that's Shakespeare's toilet over there. That's where we got his first blowy down an alleyway. I was like, I'm going <laughs> on a mission now, and uh, this one here, that one's from um, his family home. Okay, and then I was like, okay, so we've got his birth. We've got his family home. Where is the bastard? Du- where is he buried? And there's a church just around the corner. Well, he's buried inside it, actually. Yeah. Um, so, right, so you can't... I couldn't really... I didn't want to go into a church <laughs> yeah, and start yeah. chiseling the wall out. <laughs> so, so I nicked... So that one there, this pebble... It's from it, the church. That's from the... Gra- yeah, so maybe you could... Uh, when I send these out to Lily, you've got his birthplace, it's where he lived and where he died. You could maybe summon some sort of William Shakespeare, some sort of torture or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. And then torture him. <laughs> <laughs> I did think, if he's buried in this, in this... I can come here tonight and nick his skull. 
<laughs> Give it away as a prize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll be sending that out to you, Lily. I'll t- I'll send a genuine, authentic William Shakespeare skull. This is actually his dome here. We've nicked his head. Here it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. You remember that, that guy? I tried to buy a head from China, a skull from China. Yeah, yeah. Is he still emailing? No, he doesn't do it anymore. But he rang me as well. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Did he's he's like, you were, you inquired about a skull? I was like, what? Is he English? No. All oh, right. I just can't do a Chinese accent. Okay. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I did it when I was drunk. Mm. And I'd forgotten about it. When you send an email asking how much a human skull is, you kind of like just forget about it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's not something you tend to ask, is it? It rang and it was like said something like China on the screen. I was like, down. There's someone trying to, I don't know what that is. And it kept ringing. So I answered it and it was a geezer saying, yeah, uh, I'm just ringing up to let you know the price of the um, the, the human skull you're after. <laughs> I was like, oh my what God. What was it? I d- I'd said Did he say in pounds or? I didn't. I can't. I didn't say. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember what the figure was, but it's going to be a lot. Yeah. I told him I was um, a school. <laughs> like <we> put on <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Maybe if we get enough money on Patreon, we'll buy an actual head. But the thing is, I man, thought you were going to say we could buy an actual school and then we can get a human heads. No, no, no. Fuck that. How many patrons have you got, man, to buy a school? Well, yeah, well, just keep <laughs> donating. So, yeah, man, maybe we can do that and buy a head. If it's like a, I don't know, 500 <laughs> quid or something, it's buy a skull. What with the um, Patreon donation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so all these people are going to work, donating money, and we're buying heads <laughs> from China. <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be quite cool, actually, wouldn't it? Imagine yeah. that. Yeah, you have it, like, on a, you know, on a cool little stand. Stick and you can put a picture of it online and go, everyone's bought it. We'll put it next to this uh, dead glass design. Robot. Yeah. Or we could send it to Sean and get him to mount it on something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call him again now. Yeah. I'm going to get drunk tonight and tomorrow morning. You're going to wake gonna up and you're going to have 10 human skulls at your door. Yeah. And you're oh, going, oh shit. Cost 40 grand. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bollocks. Oh dear me. I need to say, you got any shout outs, Rob? Everyone in the world. <laughs> um, I need to say hello to Kat on Instagram. She sent a nice uh, comment, well, she, a nice comment on, I think it was the oil rig episode. Um, so yeah man shout out to you Kat it's a good episode that was it was a really good one we were talking <coughs> before the pod <coughs> came out um, before we started recording this that you can't te- I can't tell whether they're gonna I don't know most of them are shit but like, I, I don't I get blinded by research so I'm like I don't know is it any good I have to like rely on Rob to tell yeah, this, this, well I'm, I'm not I'm not the, the best of that either but um, it was a good episode but like uh, all right but compared to what the other things we do, it's a completely different subject, isn't it? So you kind of get a different reaction. But I thought it, um, when we were doing it at the time, it was good, but um, not one of our best. But then when I listened yeah, back to it, it was actually really good, really good. Kat says she's going to listen to it for the second time, so that must be... Yeah. <laughs> she must be fucking completely wrong then. Yeah. <laughs> must be on acid or something. If she is, I'll have some of that. Yeah. Acid! Yeah, man. That's <coughs> a, uh, I can't think of anything else I need to... Is there anyone, anything else? Um, Brexit. Brexit? Oh, we want to talk about Brexit for? It's politics? I know, that's why I just said that. I just left it as that. That's how you kill a conversation on a podcast. Yeah. Brexit. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, yeah. And that's how you killed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just destroy it. Everyone just goes, what the hell is that about? <laughs> what the fuck is it about, man? No one, I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, we're boring everyone. Anyone, let's get yeah. off that. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go on. Just do an episode. Yeah.
So, what are we actually doing then today, everyone? Uh, everyone, yeah. So I don't know. There's so me, there's you in this room, and there's some fish f- swimming about, and there's a grappling dummy on the table here. Yeah, do you know what? Every time I walk in and see that, I think there's someone sitting there. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a human-sized, like, stuffed thing that I can, um, that it's just a grappling dummy. You can, pra- like, just practice drills on it and stuff. Um, in the night, if you come down, da- if I come downstairs in the night and I forget it's there, I shit my fucking pants, I bet man. You do, yeah. It's just sitting there, just a person in the corner looking at Every you. Every time I come out, of, like the, the, the from the kitchen, I think there's someone like hiding behind the <laughs> tank. I'm like, fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, so t- we're gonna have a look at um, out of place artifacts or ooh parts. Ah, cool. Not utars, ooh parts, utars. Um, they are basically, it seems that, well, other than potentially being, you've got your bullshit button, haven't you? Yeah. Ready. So you sh- shall I give it a tester? You get, give it a try. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We've had a bullshit button for quite a while now, but we I just haven't been bothered to it's put it. It's just been sitting there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So today, uh, the most bullshitty of bullshitty episodes, I thought we've got to get that motherfucker up and running. Yeah. It's, gotta, it's like... Adds the extra bit of cheese to the episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of these like really like breakfast morning uh, American radio stations where they just get like you know all sorts of Welcome random noises. Big all that kind of shit. So, ooh parts uh, are artificial objects. So it's man-made objects found some in like an in like an environment or somewhere they shouldn't really be. Like um, if we found a Native American, a piece of Native American clothing in an Egyptian tomb, shouldn't find it in the moon or on the moon. That would be an out of place. In the moon, I said. In the moon, that'd be even madder. They've gone <laughs> yeah, to the moon yeah, yeah. and buried shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've never, we've not found an, a Native American piece of clothing in an Egyptian tomb. We just use that as yeah. an example. Um, some of the examples that we're going to go through today are proper fucking crazy. We're going to need the bullshit button on standby, and you're also going to need a double layered tin foil hat. Okay. Or, because some of them, though, it seems like you'll just need a pen and paper to rewrite the history books. We've tr- I've tried to include some that are completely insane. It depends. I suppose it depends on what you believe in. Is there some um, uh, feasible ones? Um, y- well... Or is the fact that artefacts which are out of place automatically makes it not feasible? <sighs> you can never really know, but... I think a lot of it comes down to like testing the the objects when they're found, and um, the testing in a lot of incidences is sparse <laughs> or right. absent. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Or or just just written down differently to actually what actually happened. Yeah, yeah. And some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, and some are real, like out of place objects, things that shouldn't be where they are. Are they're real? Yeah, yeah. But there's some quite fanciful and far out fringe ideas and yeah. there's some that are like legitimate that just change the, our timeline of of history basically yeah. and how things so what t- i mean like with a timeline of history i suppose it's i better sort of will sort of pan out like a, a, a brief timeline of, of humans that pretty much everybody agrees with to sort of because some of the dates if you don't know you know what four hundred thousand years ago really means in terms of wh- where we are then it's not going to mean anything so i suppose we better sort of sort of put everything into into perspective. So I'll jump through it really, really quickly. I'm going to miss bits out, obviously. So the sun, the sun was made or formed, whatever. Well, I don't, made's not the right word. No, it wasn't made by a geezer in the sky of a beard yeah. pointing down. The sun... C- he c- did it all wrong anyway. Why is he making that on the... F- like, made light on the final day, which <laughs> basically means he made the sun on the final day. He did everything in the dark. Why? 
What if, well, when, you walk into, when you walk into a room, right, into a kitchen, and you go, oh, I fancy a Bovril sandwich or whatever, right, you don't make it in the dark, then turn the light on, do you? And the thing is, if you made light on whatever day it was, before that, it wasn't dark, because you can only get dark with light. It was nothing. Yeah. Because light is like, isn't that like the electromagnetic spectrum? You know what? <laughs> I've, I've, got a, I've got a fear. I've, I think this God Go stuff's... Um, <laughs> it's bullshit, I think. So, yeah. the sun formed, coalesced, and condensed out of uh, some interstellar cloud, let's just say that, 4.6 billion years ago. And the Earth is about 4.5 billion years old. So, um, it, it formed pretty quickly after the sun, within a billion years, almost. No, no, within a, a hundred million years. Yeah, that's, well, yeah. It's pretty, pretty quick, good, isn't it? I suppose. The earliest life on Earth found so far is 3.5 billion years old so that's a billion years since the formation of the earth life crawled out of whatever the fuck it was crawling out of yeah it just went fuck it i'm i'm appearing yeah and uh so that's that's pretty quick man that's a bit that's a billion years after the formation of a red hot chaotic ball of molten bollocks the earth mm. life came out and there's been as far as we can tell five mass extinction events in earth's history okay the worst one was about a quarter of a billion years ago, 250 million years ago, when 96% of marine life and 70% of the land animals got jacked. They're just gone, yeah. wiped out. Um, do you think, if, when you think about that, think about all of the stuff that's been lost to us, to science, to people studying it, because of either time or mad impacts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if it wiped out, not what you say, 96% of the... Uh, Ocean animals. Yeah. If that event didn't knock out that many, what species of fish or animals would be in the in the in the water at the moment? It's going to be different to what it is now, obviously. And each one of them five extinction events are absolutely crucial to me and you sitting here talking bullshit on yeah, the yeah. internet. Yeah, exactly. Because if one of them rocks or whatever hadn't hit, then me and you wouldn't be sitting here. No, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, life in every single form on Earth is very temporary, and will will go. It'll be destroyed by time. It'll be destroyed by something from the sky. It's going to go at some point. Yeah. And, and like, if the surface of the Earth gets hit by a 30-mile-wide rock, there's going to be, f- like, everything's going to be destroyed. It'd be absolute carnage. Do you know what I mean? There'd be nothing left, almost nothing left, of, of whatever was there before. So we'd be kind of, like, blind to it in a way. Well, got, there's nothing we can do, is there? When it happens, you know what I mean? All we can do is not... Is try yeah, just try and fucking, I don't know, jump over it. Just yeah. watch it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing much you can do, is there? you just got to sit there and uh, take the abuse. If that's coming down, if the world's going to end, I think I'd like to be able to just stand on a roof and just watch the rock come in. Just yeah. might as well watch the end of the, of you know, might as well watch an extinction level event instead of crying yeah, somewhere let's in be a honest. bunker. Let's be honest, it's probably, if you could put all human um, uh, memories, events together. I think the extinction of the human race is obviously the most important because it's the extinction of that species. Yeah, and if you can see it happening, you know what I mean. Yeah, pretty pretty amazing. As far as we know, we're the most important species, so you are witnessing. Well, we're not, but yeah, I know what you mean. We think we are. We think we are. Yeah, for us. Well, I suppose if it's the extermination of ants, they'd be thinking, "Hang on, we're the most important species because yeah. without us, we're not going to be here. exactly." But yeah, that's that's how you know that's how everything's going to think, aren't they? Because it's all built to survive. So the first animals with spines appeared in the ocean about 360 million years ago. So that's mad recent. So mm. less than half a billion years ago, spines emerged. Now, yeah. before that, it was just sort of, you know, bollocks, jellyfish, shit moving about that's not really important. Yeah. The earliest examples of modern man 
the human, me and you, is like 300,000 years ago-ish. That's the first evidence of us. Now, obviously, if we're finding fossils, or I'm guessing it's fossils of, of, you know, humans, then we were around before that. Yeah, but we just weren't human formed, as in like, because we we developed, didn't we? So, I know what you mean, like, as a... a, um, uh, on land, sort of creature, sort of thing, and well, all that. There's the, humans are Homo sapiens, yeah, and there have been, I think, around twenty different types of Homo. Yeah, <laughs> they keep they keep uh, killing each other, yeah. fucking each other to death. D- don't quote me on twenty different types of Homo either, but uh, it's approximately that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> homo erectus. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> some some of these species, some of these, um, they existed at the same time. You want to see like the reproductions that they found from skulls, and you know they make their face. They were like three foot tall hobbit men, like yeah. little people called. Uh, I think they were called Homo floresiensis. I, th- I believe it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because they're like ov- hobbit ov- people. Obviously, there's only one species of human now. So what what were? Imagine living in a world right with two. Oh, another species, or even two species well, of human, but you can clearly know what they are because you can tell by the look of them. But like, it's they're yeah. they're human, but they're not because they're not they're not your species. Well, they're in the same uh, sort of f- uh, family as us yeah, regarding yeah. the species. So but that, like, that's like us though with chimpanzees, isn't well, it? It's so the same, it's the same it, thing in yeah. a way. Yeah, it is the same. Yes, but but yeah, back then, man, like Neanderthals, they existed at the same time as yeah. humans, and we bred with them, which when we fucked them up as well. Yeah. But yeah, there would have been like you could go. If there was a point in time you could go back and you'd be able to like stand face to face with uh, something that had a quite a bulbous head and big eyes and was only like five foot tall yeah, and yeah. walking around potentially talking a weird language to another one and you could look and, and you then know you're there yeah. and you could you know you, could, you know, that's mad isn't it yeah isn't that fucking crazy imagine if you just literally appeared out the blue in the middle of a tribe like of like of of you know like from. Two hundred thousand years ago, or something like that, just in your clothes, just poof, just appeared in front of them. With what la- would they do with laser pen? Would they do what they did to that Christ fella the other day who shooting with poison tipped arrows? What? Did you not hear about that story? What are you talking about? It's probably the fellow. Um, it's probably you know that tribe we talked about where you know the boats were trying to get onto the island near is it Indonesia or something? I the don't know. Prince Philip Island? No, no. The only ones you you said um, that boat just they fell asleep or something and then they went in and the. No one's allowed the savage, the tribe which are really well, savage. Was this like many, many episodes? Yeah, ago. yeah, I yeah. can't remember last episode, mate. But no, it wasn't the last one, though. <laughs> <This laughs> you're yeah. talking like episode 10 or something. No, but you're talking about a savage like tribe. Episodes ago. A savage tribe, right, which literally no, has no human contact. One of these um, god botherers who's trying to... <laughs> honestly, from America, it happened... I'm pretty sure it was America. It might be UK, actually. And um, he, he tried to... Um, he tried to go over to preach the the um the, way of the, the Lord. Lord yeah to him and they poisoned tipped arrowed him to death. No, I'm not surprised. They don't give a fuck about the Lord. No. They're just gonna eat you. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But it was it I, it just propped up because I was just thinking about it <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah, fuck it. People are savages. Yeah. So there's a long list of primitive tools. But head back to, I think the earliest tools we've got is 2.6 million years ago, not billion, million years ago, from hominins that were very similar to us, but not quite us. They were like using tools before human beings even existed, mm-hmm. which is mad. Because like you see an arrowhead and they go, this is like, this is a billion, this is a, a million years old. Yeah, and you yeah. think, you know, humans make that. No, 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 no. no that wasn't humans. Yeah. 
Some of another species, species yeah. of Homo made that fucking, which is mad, man. And they had like they found tools like axe heads, hammer stones, which are just just a stone that you, yeah, you just, just a, a big, hammer, yeah, yeah, just a stone which has had a few bangs on it. Yeah. So they gone. They must have used that to knock something down or beat something up or I've crack open a nut or something. I think a hammer stone is is a stone that you can fit in your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, so basically, yeah. and like flint, uh, flint tipped um, spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. Stone Age shit. Most most of it was just used to bash animals on the head. Shotguns. Yeah, shotguns. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Stone yeah. Age shotguns. Computers. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet cavemen could fight like savages, couldn't they? Yeah. Who do you reckon would win in a fight between a um, a caveman and Conor McGregor? Do you think Do you think McGregor would pick him apart, or do you reckon the caveman? I would think just he'd go be picked. <laughs> I think he'd be picked apart, but I think the caveman would be overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly strong and probably uh, fit as well. Because obviously, savage. yeah. So, uh, I, oh, it's a tricky one. I have to bring it? one back, yeah. I reckon Conor, Conor McGregor would probably win, but they, the other one's going to be clearly high strength and high power. So, if he doesn't get caught, if he doesn't get caught and grabbed and grappled. I think he'd have a chance. I reckon it'd be fun in Conor the eyes Con- from the... Conor McGregor only lasts sort of like a, a round and a half. And he's, he's on his arse. You can see him his arms down. It, and he'd be all over him by that point, wouldn't he? He'd oh, be yeah. hitting him with clubs and all sorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting the spit roast. Going <laughs> to his mate over there going, get, <laughs> get the sticks ready. We're going to burn this fucker. Cavemans would be vicious fight. They'll go for the... Ar- like chimpanzees rip your bollocks off, don't they? They, yeah, yeah. they go for the bits that they recognise hurts. So they, I they, think they, a would Put it this way, they ain't going to mess around. In other words, Conor McGregor might pick a pace, right? They're going to go, I'm going to rip his eyes out straight away. Yeah, this is a threat. End it quick. Yeah, they're not, they're, they won't even think it. They'll just do it and go, oh shit, I've just ripped his eyes out because I had to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've even found like way back from like like two over two million years ago, um, bone sewing needles. So cool. we know that they were like, tr- try, like these different forms of, uh, you know, people, <laughs> if that's what they are, were trying to make um, clothing. And if we move on to when humans are walking around, like we found cave paintings from I'm trying to like go back to the earliest evidence of us other than bones so from like cave paintings are like 40,000 years old uh, up to we think 64,000 years old I saw one right before you carry on and say something right a cave painting which was a hand print right right and it was brown right right and I thought and I thought is it really a, a fucking cave painting, or did one of them have the shit so bad yeah. and had his hand in it, and he just was walked into the cave, going, "Oh!" Put his hand on the fucking wall, holding his stomach, going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, maybe like Deirdre, this. fucking yeah. hell, Deirdre, <laughs> my stomach's fucking awful today. It's <laughs> <laughs> that fucking saber tooth time. It's not right a fucking, yet. it's not an art piece. He's just shouting his hand and yeah. wiped it on the wall. Yeah, maybe like all them handprints. We think that it's like some sort of like this is where they were worshiping the hand god. That's the fucking toilet, mate. They were just <laughs> yeah, yeah. wiping their ass with they, their hand they and slapping. A poisoned fucking frog and a shitting <laughs> through an eye of a needle for the yeah. past four weeks. Yeah, that fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fucking mammoth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like 64,000 years ago, we think there was, there's cave painting states as far back as that. So, we know hominids were expressing themselves back then. Um, and that alone sets us apart from the rest of the animal kingdom. Yeah. Because we're doing shit that they ain't It's doing. like a visual drawing for them, you know. I mean, like most of these cave painting. Um, it's, it's just a way of them communicating, I think, rather than a painting. I don't know. I think they could communicate. I think it was their way well, of I think recording information. I, I think, but now we type shit I, out and take photos. They just fucking. I I I think it's. I I agree with you, but I I also think um it's not it's not just paintings. 
I think when it gets to more complex thing, if someone's seen something and they can't explain it to them because they don't, they're not really talking to each other, so to speak, are they? Well, they don't know. They might be. Yeah, but in case of I can't explain it, I'll draw it. M- yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but if if your point, if like if you go, if you're like drawing like a, a buffalo or something, and you're going like that, pointing at it, going, "I've just drawn a buffalo on the wall," and your mate goes, "Oh yeah," and he goes. Bleh, bleh, bleh. And then you go, and they both point it, and then you know that that means buffalo. Surely, surely, like if they're painting shit, they I think that they'll be able to communicate because that is a form of communication, obviously. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Though, if it's something they couldn't explain in words because it's so primitive at the time, so to speak, obviously not words because it wasn't really like our words anyway, but it's some form of communication. Maybe they did the drawings on the walls and whatnot just to just to go right. You know, just to explain to to the fellow colleagues, yeah, as man. I'm going to call them. Could be colleagues, <laughs> yeah. In suits. Gary, come here. In suits. What fucking years? It's a fucking cow and elephant there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at the end of the last ice age, which was about 10,000 years ago, yeah. that's when shit started to ramp up for, for humans, homo sapiens. Before then, like, tools were just sharp rocks to bash shit to pieces and, like, throw, like stick them to the end of sticks and lob them a bit. Yeah. But... We began to make primitive boats. Yeah. Uh, well, you got a cramp in your hand or something. I don't know. I just it felt like my finger just like exploded for some reason. You just looked at me it it just like you were dying. It just tinged above my knuckle. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So, yeah, we, we like it, about 10,000 years ago, we came out of the Ice Age. We started to make primitive boats, um, musical instruments like that drums. Was Noah. Noah. Well, that was that around now? He was before. He was way, he was way, way before. Early. No, he was, he was. No, he was way after when they. Yeah, yeah he was way after. Like sorry. 10,000 years after or something. Yeah, but you know. And we <laughs> we started to make permanent settlements and develop farming techniques which allowed us to feed more people, mm. which caused the populations to grow. We organised ourselves to the point where we could start primitive wars. The earliest examples of metal being refined by humans is something like 5,000 years ago. There may have been earlier examples of jewellery, like 6,000, with gold, because gold's quite malleable and you can you can you you don't really need a great... It's easier to work. But the Bronze Age began in England 4,000 years ago. Then the Iron Age started about 1,400 years ago. And then after that, we were off to the races. Yeah. Um, the industrial era was like 200 years ago, and then that's it, you know what I mean? After yeah, the yeah. Iron Age, it's fucking... It's fucking, woof, fucking we, exponential. we know everything... Yeah. yeah, we know everything and we're going to destroy the planet because we know it all. Yeah. So life got easier for us and intelligence grew. So we say we said that 11,000, 10,000 years ago Ice Age thing. If you look at ancient structures that are around like huge monolithic you know, places, um, the ages, like the pyramids, for, for instance, are somewhere between three and four and a half, maybe 5,000 years ago. Nobody really fucking knows, man, really. Stonehenge is about 5,000 years the Mayan pyramids, they're about 3,000 years. The Colosseum, 2,000 years old. So if we're correct with these dates, you can see that after the last Ice Age ended, yeah, all this shit just went... You suddenly just went, fuck it, we know what we're doing. Yeah, and it but could that be a case? Because it sounds weird, but also, I don't know, because we managed to get through it, so to speak. A lot of species didn't, obviously, which means we had... Um, set for always being on your toes and, and, you know, expecting when you walk outside and breathe to be attacked by some leopard tiger face fake <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Um, there wasn't as much of that because yeah. obviously everything was being frozen and obviously they were and they're just sort of sitting back. Um, so is there a chance that a lot of the 
big species of animals died off and it made us flourish because of that. You know what I mean? Like the the predator ones, I mean, not big. I yeah. mean, predator ones. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Of course, man. And and as well, they then say... Because we, we kind of became predators then. And then we started, you know, obviously we were eating meat and stuff anyway before, but obviously things like that help, don't they? Well, they, they said that about 11,000 years ago, the conditions on the earth, for some reason, were so bad that it forced whatever was alive to, to work together. And because we were... I mean, whether that was the advent of fire, I don't, I don't know... I, I, it's it's different. No, I don't think anyone really knows, but something happened that forced us to band together, and f- and that that banding together, made, like it's like a hive mind. We just got everyone yeah, taught everyone each other, everything, and then we just went boom, and off we went. Next thing you know, on the fucking moon. It's like one of those things. <laughs> Easy as that. Yeah, it's like one of those things when you go, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, shit. As in, I'm well, basing how to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm basing this on another tribe now, so I'm going back in. The, you know, you go. You don't want to go. We can't talk to them because we'll, we'll end up being fucking murdered, right? Yeah. But then obviously they've all come and they've sat around after a while. We're not going to kill you. Yeah. We need you. We, we all need each other. And they've gone, hang on. They do something there, which we don't do in there. And we do something that they don't. And then now we're swapping information. And Together suddenly and suddenly your brain gets, you know, you're starting to learn double the amount of shit. That's and you keep going and you keep going, don't you? That's what they think's happened. So Go- right. Gobekli Tepe, if I'm pronouncing that right, I never know the pronunci- pronunciation of that. In Turkey, it's thought to be... Um, an ancient meeting place or temple, uh, more likely going to be an, um, an observatory. That's what they think now. Uh, it's at least 11,000 years old, so that's okay. quite a bit older than the, the monoliths we just went through in ancient yeah, yeah. structures that are like 5,000 years old. So do you think it was possible that there was an era like, I don't know, 30, 40, 50,000, maybe, maybe earlier than that, where civilization was a lot more advanced than we think it was? Think that's possible. Well, and something te- happened to wipe the evidence out. Technically, yes, because we we don't actually have evidence of it not being intelligent. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> an absence of evidence. It, well, that's not necessarily an ev- uh, an evidence of absence. That's what you're no, saying. No, but the, well, the, the evidence of, of it being intelligent is the big fuck off building in front of you, which has been made, for, you know, clearly from from yeah. from us. You know what I mean? So in, w- in ways that we um we I'm sh- people so say we can't build the pyramids. We can. Of course we fucking can. Yeah. Piece of piss. We're fucking man on the moon, we can build a pyramid. It's just that it's puzzling how they did yeah. it. Yeah, fucking... Fuck, you, you, yeah, easy. They're about to do it these days, easy. They say they can't, but like you say, but of course they can. Imagine with all the equipment we got, you'd just be fucking up in about a week. Yeah, cool. fucking rent it out or something, you know what I mean? For like some apartments or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. I swear there's a, like a pyramid thing in fucking Vegas. I like they built it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking there is. Like like a, can't like do a, it. It's like there. a plastic hotel, like fucking pyramid thing, <laughs> isn't there? But yeah. So yeah, 3,000 years ago, humans were nomadic hunters. But 11,000 years ago, something changed and we got our shit together and started to advance. And obviously that outline that we just went through just sets the dates in perspective because you need to sort of know when humans appeared because some of the objects that we're going to discuss are like what the fuck yeah you know what i mean so um but every now and then like some some guy so we think 300,000 years ago that's when humans appeared that people have dug stuff out of the ground that seemed to be impossible. Like the, there's an an artifact called the Coso artifact, which was found in February 1961 in California by a dude called Wallace Lane, which is a solid name. Yeah, it's been tested. Apparently, 
Have you okay. got your bullshit bone ready? Yeah, yeah. It's claimed to be a spark plug type object, which is encased in a rock, right? But the rock has been carbon dated to be 500,000 years old. Right. And and what's, so is, is this spark plug thing or whatever the fuck it is? Does it have, did they say it's built for anything? Well, <laughs> <laughs> clearly an, in, an internal combustion motor. But it was no, found. for a rock. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's to big. keep it warm in Fred winter. Flintstone's motor. <laughs> yeah, Cylinder yeah. head, mate. <laughs> it was found when the rock was being cut. They were looking for geodes, you know, like them rocks that, you, that are what, hollow what, in the inside. What was it made of? This Does, does it say? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Porcelain and metal. Because they, they were looking for... Ah, uh, this has this <laughs> got it written all over it, isn't it? <laughs> they, 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 were, they were looking for geodes. Like geodes, if you, if you don't know, them rocks that... You, you know, we see them in, like, like yeah, yeah, gift yeah. shops and they've the, got the crystals the, the, the plastic, what, uh, plastic ones. Like the pink ones or whatever, yeah. Amethyst and, yeah, yeah. and quartz. Cut them crystal. open and, yeah, you get yeah. all the crystals. They were looking for them. And so they, they got this round rock, took it back found to the... found spark plug. They fucking chopped it in half and the, and the drill bit broke and they were like, oh, fucking hell, man, what's going on here? So they, when they finally cut it in half, they found... The drill um, bit broke. Yeah, yeah. Inside, instead of being a cavity, there was a porcelain tube. I already know that's bullshit, the fact <laughs> the drill bit broke. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm porcelain. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're cutting through rock <laughs> and your drill and bit's and breaking yeah, on clay. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that just soft rock? I think that's... Uh, Well, allegedly, there was a porcelain tube with a piece of metal running through it. Now, whatever it was, whatever this artifact was, was lost in the 1960s. Oh, that's weird. Immediately after it was found and no further testing is available. Was there a picture of it at all? Yeah, yeah, there's x-rays of it. They they x-rayed it. There's something in the rock. But that doesn't mean that it's real. Do you know what no. I mean? There's, there, you know, if there's something in the rock, does it? Could it not just be like not a spark plug and something else? It could just be a spark like a plug rolled in clay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just put in. Yeah, and also the people that found it have disappeared. They can't be. Uh, oh, well, they gone as well. Yeah. Okay. So without further testing, this is just a cool story. It must be aliens. But if you Google it. Well, all of this is aliens, mate. It's all going to boil down to aliens in the end. <laughs> Everything boils down to aliens. There's pictures of this, the uh, the Koso um, ob- artifact, and there's definitely something in this rock. Whatever it is, I don't know. Um, but the geologist that looked at it, apparently, and I can't. It's a lot of this shit is difficult to find. Um, who tested it? They say, oh, it's been tested by and you're like who, where. Yeah, and they're like, oh, what university looked at it? And they're like, oh, uh, well, just trust us. All right. They said that... The just trust me, it's been tested, okay? It's like, <laughs> it's like me saying, like, you know, yeah, yeah, I've been tested for chlamydia. <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 I'm fine, don't I? Yeah, yeah, can you... <laughs> Jump yeah. in bed with me. That's what it's like, isn't it? You know yeah, what I mean? It is, it's exactly like that. So, there you go, okay. <laughs> so, mate, shitloads of strange things have been found. Yeah. Take, for example, a rock with what appears to be a 300 million year old screw embedded in it. Seriously, you can Google the pictures. Everything I'm saying, right? I can't remember what this artifact's called, but if you just Google 300 million year old screw, I'm sure you'll find it. It was found by a group of dudes in Russia. They were looking for meteorite specimens. Ah, (laughs) It was, uh, mate, it's just fucking weird. It's three, it's about about a centimeter long, about three millimeters wide. It's been tested, and initially they thought it was a piece of um, tractor. Or farm equipment, but if you fucking test it and thought it was that, then it's that, surely. Yeah, it's just a fucking, yeah, it's, it's just an old, like, 1902 <laughs> yeah. screw or something. Yeah, it's a mad Russian screw. But apparently, 
the, the rock that it, the screw is embedded in. That's the fella. That's him, yeah. yeah. I've got it, yeah. Yeah, Rob's having a look now. So the, the, that look, rock... looks more like a fucking bolt to me, to be honest. Like a bolt. Oh, I did think that. Sounds yeah. like a fucking screw. But that rock that it's embedded in has been carbon dated to 300 to 320 million years old. What Could saying, it just Rob? be a fucking fluke of nature that it looks like that? Well, the geologists say, yeah, they say that... that it, shit like that happens all the time where, you know, you, you see a rock and it looks like fucking Jesus or something. <laughs> or like, piece of toast. Or, yeah, or a piece of... Or, or turd or a fucking turnip. I've seen... You know I've walked I mean? my ass and seen Mary, the, the Virgin Mary's face and that a few times. Yeah, you had tuna. She also had stigmata coming out of her eyes, apparently, yeah, crying a bit of blood. You had, you had some tuna which looked like some, <laughs> some fucking God's face, didn't you, or something? Uh, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Exactly, so, you know, it just, uh, just can happen. You were drinking gin. Yeah, I was drinking a lot of gin. I did hallucinate a piece tuna, of tuna. You had like a... I don't know why, while having gin off, off it, your no? tits, you would have a tuna. Mate, I'd be drinking a lot of gin that day. Yeah, just basically anything in front of you would have it. Yeah. But it had like the... You said every time you mashed it up, there was a face in it. I moved it. Every time I twisted the plate around, there was a face looking at me. No matter what I did, I was like, what the fuck? Do you have anything else at all? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's just off your tits on a I would have kid. understood it then. Yeah, yeah. I would have gone, oh, yeah, that's because... Well, that's a natural occurrence. I'm on LSD. I'm, I can, that's why I'm seeing a face in tuna. But anyway, yeah. So the geologists say that there's a reason, like you say, there's a reason how that, like, it could it, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a screw. But they say that they carbon dated the rock to 320 million years ago and they say that it's embedded in the rock because the screw was at some point lying in sediment that turned to rock around the screw and that it's 100% ar- artificial. That's how old this is. Hmm. Hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's whatever. It's one of these, I think. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I, it's, I, I think... Shit like that can happen. Do you know what I mean? It's, it can look. It was. Is it got met? Has it actually got metal in it? That one. I. D- I they didn't. It didn't. Well, I. Well, there you go. If, it, if it doesn't have metal, <laughs> if it doesn't have metal in it, and it's not ridged around like that. And but if the stone went around it, I'd go. Well, there's there's two reasons why it could be then because it obviously was had a solid metal bit. Then it was formed around it. Hmm. But if it isn't and it's just fucking stone, which is shaped like that, which can happen. It could be a complete. Course, you can have fucking. You can have fucking, you know, anything. You can have well, probably something which looks like a Ferrari. Well, it's you it find a rock which looks exactly like a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's probably possible. <laughs> why not? You know what I mean? So why not? Something looks looks a bit like a screw. Some people in the know, um, old school fossil dudes, say that it's it's uh, a crinoid, which is like um, a sea creature. Like yeah, a fossil, it, it wouldn't him. surprise me. I was, I was trying to think if it would be some sort of like fossil of an animal. But if you look at it, it doesn't look like that screw... If everyone listening, it looks like a big fat bolt rather than a screw. But it doesn't look separate to the rock. No. It looks like it's been carved into the fucking rock. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe these sneaky but, Russians. But that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, like they've just sit there and gone, oh, just do a few lines there and make it look like a bolt. Yeah. Say. It's 300 years old. 300, 300 million years old. Yeah, that's why I said when, at the beginning, like, human beings have only been around in our current form for 300,000 years. Yeah. You know, we're talking about stuff which is hundreds of million years old. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, almost, it, it's almost unbelievable. But this one, this next one. Yeah. Scientists say it's just a fossilised sea creature. Yeah, yeah, a crinoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I think it probably is. It looks a bit like a bobbit, actually. A bobbit? Yeah, you heard of a bobbit? Oh, they're them they're my savage fav- things at the bottom of the ocean. Th- basically, it's a massive worm with a bear trap face. 
Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? That's, it's got a bear trap. That's its face. That's it's the only way I can describe it. It's got a bear trap. You know, the ones which snap, you see them in the um, cartoons, <laughs> they, you know, they put them down, they open them out. Yeah. That's basically its face. Yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's a worm. So it comes out the ground and it's got a bear trap for a face and it yeah. just grabs it's, shit. It digs itself into the ground with the bear trap and then it just goes, fuck you, when something touches its like little stick thing. <laughs> yeah, when it touches the bite alarm. Snap. Yeah. yeah. The Bobbit, man. Good name for a band. Or a film. Just my best, my favourite name of an animal ever, the Bobbit. The Bobbit, man. I've only ever heard it once and seen it once on telly, right? And I can never forget it because it was so great. So Google the Bobbit. Yeah, you'll like the Bobbit. <laughs> it's good colours to it, from what I remember. It's like a fucking rainbow colour. Yeah, it's I weird. I thought it was as well. I remember. I might have watched it with you. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember Bobbit. thinking, fucking Bobbit. What? It sounds like some sort of like some, something from sort of some dirty movie. You know what I mean? I seen. <laughs> You know what I mean? uh, return of the Bobbit. Your return of the Bobbit. Yeah, the ass Bobbit. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the next one we're going to talk about. This one's legit. There's no need for a tinfoil hat. It's real, man. Okay. The Antikythera mechanism. Uh, it's been studied to fuck. He mm. says and it was found in 1901 off the coast of the Greek island of Antikythera by sponge divers. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. So they've been a mad. St- these guys are out looking for like sponge. Then like you know you can buy them in markets. Isn't that weird? Buckets of these fucking creatures, not like natural sponge. Anyway, yeah, yeah they've been out um, uh, looking for for shit at the bottom of the sea. But the, a mad storm had come in, so they had to like go to shore, whatever. And because it was so violent, it, it it disrupted the seabed, all the silt, and pushed it all onto the shore, and it, and it exposed loads of like bronze and marble statues off this Greek island. And that's they went down looking for sponge the next day, and they found this fucking crazy thing, this this me- this Antikythera mechanism, or so it's been called. And it was uh, it was sitting in a two thousand year old shipwreck, and they think this object is one hundred and fifty year old years older than the boat it sank on. Uh, the boat went down because it was overloaded. They reckon it was a trade ship. That's why there's loads of like marble and bronze statues down there. Like y- you fucked up, you overloaded your boat, and it's gone down. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, the reason why this is crap and it is mad it's currently the earliest example of a computer ever found now forget yeah. any bullshit or like mis- misidentification this is like I say it's real nothing emerges close to this device in the history books in terms of technology for well over 1500 years until like astronomical clocks appeared in Europe like I think it was like in the 14th century but this thing isn't a clock right it's truly an out-of-place object. It doesn't fit in with the timeline and the shit about around it where it was found. But it's definitely authentic as well. 100%. They've reproduced it. They have a working model. Right, okay. It's bananas. The archaeologists think it was um, used to chart the movement of the sun, the moons, and the planets, and it also predicted uh, lunar and solar eclipses. And it also had... Uh, like a kind of countdown clock to the next Olympic Games, which I think is, it's like the the first ever app. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's, it's like the first iPhone. We, you know, with all it's like you say, it's got all this these gadgets on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, wow, we can do this and do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, if you wanted an Olympic Games app on your on your Antikythera me- mechanism, it needed to be built for like, <laughs> a year to get the app installed. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. <laughs> so the amount of teeth on the internal gears of this thing, you Google that as well, mate. It's mental. I it, don't know how to spell it. Uh, name like that. Ancient computer. 
Okay. First so computer ever found, you'll find it there. Okay. So it's, it's the tier, the, the the teeth on the um the gears inside this thing. They relate to numbers associated with the lunar and and like you know so, solar cycles, and that's how began they began to figure out what this thing actually did. And it was made somewhere around 100 BC. So it's old as fuck. Right. It sat in a museum after its discovery for 50 years before anybody realised what the fuck it actually was because we needed modern day technology to recognise its importance. It's been x-rayed and inside you can see these crazy internal workings and inscriptions on gears that might be instructions on how to use it. It's, it's, cra- it's crazy. There's a British company um, were actually contacting, they, they purpose-built an x-ray machine yeah, and flew this giant. I think it was like an eight-ton X-ray machine to Athens, right? Because this device is so fragile they couldn't move it, and, and it cost a fortune. Right, no, let me let me just sit. Um, the, yeah, I've got it, got it, yeah. found it. Yeah. So this company recognised the importance of this thing. They're like, yeah. "Are you sure we need to send the fucking machine out then?" Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's made of bronze. You can't really see that it's metal in that because it's encrusted with like two thousand years of sea shit. But uh, it's got uh, inside that thing. <laughs> sea shit, <laughs> salt and salt, like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's really the technical sea word. shit. Yeah, sea shit. sorry, it's, we know what it is, but it's covered in sea shit. So oh, fuck, not sea shit. Oh, we're if fucked sea here. Sludge would be better off. You know, we're, we're just gonna have to keep it as it is. <laughs> so they don't think it was a navigational device because some of the gears inside, from uh, the X-ray images, are so small that the you know the salty ocean um, environment would probably just destroy them just corrode them to fuck really quick. They've actually found the, another 82 parts of this thing in, in the area that it went down. And like I say, it's been reproduced as accurately as possible from studying X-ray images, and we have a working model. And we, we know that... Well, it is. It's it's a computer. There's no questions asked. It, it's definitely a computer. So I've got the... I've got... I pulled up the um, drawing diagram of it, and it's... um It's a... Uh, it's like looks like one big disc which is the one you see on the picture that I looked at a minute ago which looks kind of like a um, uh, it's like a cog in it yeah it's like a, a giant cog um and then it's got one slightly smaller one which is off center to the right and then there's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 um 15 little cogs which are obviously all interlinked um and obviously you know make it work as well and I'm guessing there's probably more to it. Well, it was housed in a box as well. Mm. It was housed in a box, um, a wooden box. It's, it's, it's like what you did is you, we know it's a computer because you gave it an input. It's not like a clock that you wind up. Yeah. You gave it an input, that's it, yeah. And it, it calculates and displays an, an unknown output, something that you don't know. So yeah. like gears and cogs and levers and shit sounds like a clock, but you only wind, when you wind a clock up, you're giving it power. Yeah. Like, you know, you're charging a spring, essentially, for like potential energy. But this thing is um, it's not like that at all. You, 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 you know, you can even set, like, you can change time frames, like days and weeks and months, by moving dials and, and selecting levers. And this programs the device for a specific p- purpose. So you're, like, you're selecting the program that you want to use to program an output. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking mental. And it, it could be like programmed to predict the motion of the planets and even eclipses to the hour. Years and years and years. In, it was like crazy accurate. To the hour? To the hour. And they could even tell you what colour 
the, the moon would like appear because of where it is in relation to the, oh, right, to yeah. the horizon. Cool. cool. It's fucking crazy, isn't it, man? That's wicked, that is. And because of its complicated construction, and we we don't think that devices like this were mass produced, th- it could make that this uh, this artifact possibly a one of its kind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Even if even when it was made, it was like some mad clever dude who studied astronomy and was shit hot at maths and was also a mechanical engineer, just not one up for a laugh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the crack of it. Or there could have been a few and they've just been lost to time. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can't I don't think that that's likely because no, what's the chances of us finding the first ever computer at the bottom of the ocean? Yeah. It's probably I think it's probably a one off thing. It's probably not you know what I mean? You reckon it's a one-off? I reckon it's a one-off. And we found it. Yeah, I reckon it's probably... I don't reckon there's there's probably many people building more of them. I doubt they'll be manufacturing that. Well, I don't know. There was no mass production in regards no, to things like that. I don't reckon there'll be more... I don't think there'll be more than one. That's what I reckon. I reckon there'll be one. So, the first computer ever made on Earth by humans we found at the bottom of the ocean. But it's possible. That sounds long odds to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> Mind you, mate, someone can get fucking hit in the eye with an asteroid. And that. <laughs> what's the, what's <laughs> the odds on that, fucker? Yeah. Good point, yeah. You know what I mean? So, it can happen. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's we'll never know. No. But it's, it's cool, though. It's a cool... Someone clever who knows what the fuck we're doing. Jesus Christ. Laptop went mental then. Bling, bling. <laughs> they reckon Archim- Archimedes potentially built it because it, it's been dated to around when he was... When he was around, and I can't remember who it was. It was some Roman emperor or some Greek emperor type dude that um, bought a load of his shit when he died, like a load of his stuff from his garage. He was yeah. like, "Give me your Archimedes stuff," and he said that he um, he had like devices that would predict the, you know, the the um, mechanical device that could predict the, the the movement of the planets or something like that. So you're like, yeah, probably his Archimedes, man. Yeah, clever shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's proper like. So some bright, there are always bright sparks around, though, isn't there? You know what I mean? Well, well ahead of the game. Yeah, he's like an old school Elon Musk. Yeah, there's well, loads of them, though, isn't there? There's probably someone who's a new, higher, you know, who probably can fucking float or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. So this next one, this one is um, before we take a break. This is definitely, in my opinion, in the tinfoil hat group of artifacts. But like we say, check it out yourselves. The London Hammer. Yeah. It was worth Googling that, actually, while we're doing this. It was found in London, Texas, 1936, by a dude called Max Hahn, who was out, he was out hiking or something like that. Yeah. Um, I so want this to be real. <laughs> I so want it to be real. It, it's an, it looks like an old-school hammer. It's got a wooden shaft and an iron head. It's unmistakably a hammer, no question. Completely unremarkable, except for one thing. It's embedded yeah. in a Cretaceous rock that's been... Dated to 400 million years old. <laughs> cool, man. But um, maybe, I don't know. It's cool. I'd like it, it to be real. But, so this is why I don't want to press it, but... Okay, well, with but, whole... But it clearly will be. Well, <laughs> it's horseshit, not bullshit. Well, wait until we get to... You might change your mind. Um, It was, as um as we've, we've been told, handed over for testing and experts have confirmed that this is actually several hundred million years old. They didn't know what, they didn't even know that they had this this uh, this rock in a hammer until they cracked it open and then this, this fucking thing fell out yeah. and they were like, what? it didn't fall out, it's still embedded in it, but it, it's fucking crazy. It's so old that the wooden handle is beginning to turn to coal. Do you think that's possible? 
Mm. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it very much. Yeah, it sounds like bullshit to me. So the head of the hammer has been tested for purity and it's 96% iron, which is far more pure than anything nature can create. Yeah. Um, you definitely needed technology to be... I mean, if you look at the pictures of it, you can see. Um, it's, it's pure as iron is manufactured today. And it hasn't rusted either, apparently. Yeah. Witchcraft. So you, if you can... Bullshit. <laughs> so do you reckon, wouldn't it be crazy if like nature just, every now and then, just made hammers? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just per, like complete fluke, like you're saying about that Ferrari ride. Yeah, yeah. Well, it can happen. I'm pretty sure it can happen. You know what I mean? You walk past things, you double take, and you, you know you look at the stones. And it looks like a cock or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you know it can happen. Well, it's currently the London Hammer is currently in the Cre- Creation Evidence Museum. Yeah. Which uh, oh lord, it's uh, one of them. I think. Um, unfortunately, the owner Carl Bow won't allow it. It still exists. We know where it is, but they won't. He won't allow it to be tested anymore. Right. Come on, Carl. I think that says it all, mate. Yeah. I mean, what you got, mate? A 400 million year old rock that's formed around a 400 million year old hammer that's been tested and it's 400 million year old. Can we fucking test it? If that's what you think. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, nope. Nope. Sounds like they're doing a, uh, a Joseph Smith. Don't you? It's like yeah, a woman. Yeah. yeah. Got any gold tablets around the back <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. See, the thing is, if I'm digging in the garden and I pull up a Super Nintendo sticking out of like a slab of sedimentary rock... I am running to the science man. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, dude, yeah. check this. F- what the fuck is going on with this rock? Check yeah. this rock out. Why has it got Super Mario written on it? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't just go, yeah, yeah. No, no, you can't look at it. Can't look at it. You can't test it. The, f- the pictures are impressive, though. Yeah. It's uh, it's the hammers of a style used 150 years ago. Right, okay. <laughs> so that might say. Yeah. I don't think that ancient man 400 million years ago, it, when they don't even exist, but I don't think they'd be using the same sort of design as... No, I, th- I think it's a bit more primitive. <laughs> yeah, well, it wouldn't Funny exist because it's before <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just imagine the shit that a future civilization is going to dig up after the human race is fucking gone. What do you reckon they're going to be finding there? Nuclear fuel rods. Probably, but the thing is that they'll know what it is. It's all, everything's documented now. Obviously, it wasn't documented then because they, they had nothing to document with. How do you know that it will survive? Where's this documentation kept? I don't know, but if it's on a computer, you well, just pour water on it. Okay. Fucked. Yeah, but what if it's on like the internet? Or well, the internet won't be there, will it? Well, okay. Well, it's good. there'll be something else which is like that when everything's been passed on to it, and then so on and so on. It's kind of all everything's kind of documented, documented and kept now. Yeah, I'm talking like a an apocalyptic style event which brings humanity to its knees, um, like a, a massive asteroid strike. Okay, well, um, well, yeah. Then then you'll go, okay, now that's you know, a few hundred years down the line after it, you're obviously redeveloping shit, and you're like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? And it'd be like something really fucking mental or cool. And you'd be like, I don't know what that is. Well, I, I was, I threw, I was at work yesterday. And the I problem is we know, we, the thing is, we, we would know, the people who survived would have passed on the fact that there was things like we are intelligent and all that, but we've done a drop back. So, because of this massive event, you know what I mean? There are, actually, we'll get onto that in a bit. That's exactly what a lot of stuff is telling us, though. So we were more ahead and we dropped back because... We don't know. We, we had to because of it. Well, we'll get on to that in a bit. Okay. I think it's time to take a break and have yeah. a beer then. And a piss. Piss, piss, piss. Yep.
crazy shit we've got coming on next. It's, it's important. I think it's it might be worth mentioning that, like, out-of-place objects, um, it, they tend to get moved from when they're found by people that don't know what they're doing. But the area, the environment that they're found in is equally as important as the object themselves. Because, like, for instance, if you were to, like, dig up a... Um, an ancient Egyptian artifact in America mm. doesn't mean that the Egyptians were in America. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone might have had it and, and then buried, buried it somewhere. Yeah. And then they test the soil around it and they go, oh, oh that this is in a, a layer of soil which you know, is 200 years old. Mm. This isn't ancient. But it's when shit can be tested in its location or proven to come from the specific area, that's where shit starts to you know turn into mine fucks. Yeah. Uh, and on to this next one. This one doesn't require a tinfoil hat. I think this one is um, this one is legit, it seems to be. But it, its discovery forces us to ask questions about our fairly recent past. And it sort of makes you doubt shit in, in history books if you're you know, if you're a fan of history books. This one's called the Maine Penny and it was discovered in Brooklyn, Maine, on the sixteenth of August nineteen fifty seven by a fella called Guy Melgrim. Okay. And he was at the Goddard Prehistoric Archaeological Archaeological Site. Yeah. Easy word to say for some. Uh, and he was looking for like fossils and remains of Native Americans because there was a settlement there and they used to chill. That's um, one thing I I wanted to do. Um, not when I was young, probably about five years ago. I thought if I was younger, <laughs> I would have I would have jumped on that for uni. What archaeology? Yeah. Definitely. It'd be wicked, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It'd be fun be fun but this native american settlement it was near the coast which is important um, and he collected lots of artifacts throughout the years that he'd go there like you know fossils and whatever and he'd just take them home for for keepsakes and i think at some point like uh, his missus must have been nagging to get rid of them because it was like 20 years later and he realized how important this particular coin that he found actually was because he donated everything that he had to the main state museum mm. just having a clean out yeah it's when have this I've uh, fuck it i've been sort of metal detecting whatever i found yeah. all these yeah yeah, yeah. fucking have it yeah, yeah yeah and the museum realized the coin wasn't native to the usa and that they actually thought their experts thought it was a 12th century english coin okay so experts in english coins said nah bruv it's not one of ours this is a this is a Norse coin and it's from Scandinavia. And not only that, it's dated between ten sixty five and ten eighty during the reign of uh, King Olaf the Third. So it's a Viking coin for real, a hundred percent. The thing is, it was found amongst Native American belongings, not not near them, but it was amongst them. It was it was somebody's possession. It, okay. It even had a hole drilled through it, so People could, like, so whoever had it could use it as like a pendant around their neck. Mm. So the question is if Chris Columbus discovered America in 1492, why was there a coin 400 years older than him buried in a settlement that was made somewhere between 1080 and 1235? I'll tell you why because fucking the Vikings weren't fucking cunts, right? And when, you know, Christopher, Christopher Columbus, I'm going to look myself, make myself look great and yeah. be an explorer. They just went and raped and pillaged and didn't give a fuck where they went and <laughs> just went, right, we're off again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? While Christopher Columbus comes back and goes, I've been to a new place, I'm going to call America or whatever. You know what I mean? 
and um, I found this and that. And the Vikings like, yeah, we, we, we I don't know where we were. We, we just like, went there. There was there were some tribes. We we fucked them over and we went back. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. it was there years ago. So. Yeah, yeah. So what the experts are kind of, I mean, we're probably just wrong about our dates, and like they were, like you say, weren't vocal about being there. Or maybe these people that went over there died in the transit and, you know, they couldn't record it down in history. So it's up to us to find clues that they may have left behind, like a coin. But the experts are kind of indicating that maybe this Goddard archaeological site was part of a trade network used by Native Americans and whoever the fuck else turned up. Because lots of stuff's been found. They've even found oh, like right. an, an Eskimo tool there. And maybe then. So maybe, yeah, it was, like you say, some sort of trade sort of market or something. Going on there. Yeah, it seems like it could be. Yeah, that's quite cool. That's cool. But it's not the only time that coins have been found in the US um, where they when they shouldn't have been. There's been several hordes of Roman coins found in North America, some dated to a thousand years before Chris Columbus went across. They found a Roman ceremonial sword in a shipwreck off the coast of Nova Scotia near Oak Island, which... Some of the conspiracy-minded people will know about Oak Island if you don't Google it. Uh, but this sword was found about 20 years ago by some geezers that were illegally fishing, and they pulled this fucker up, and they were like, "What the? That's a fucking sword out there." They didn't say anything because they shouldn't have been there. Yeah, yeah. And they pegged it and died. And obviously, the family members knew that they'd got this sword. So when they died, they went, "Yeah, what's this?" Convenient excuse as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, but this is real because they handed it in. And they went, that's a Roman sword. Where yeah. did you get it from? They went, well, they got it from over there in the ocean. And they've gone down. And there's shipwrecks still there. Yeah, yeah. It's still there. But there's more. There's petroglyphs carved on cave walls, believing to be um, images of Roman sh- soldiers marching with their swords. There's also images of Roman boats. A Roman whistle has been found, as well as shields. Burial, burial mounds that um, were made about 1,800 years ago in styles only found in Europe have also been discovered, man. Hmm. It could be though. Yeah, if, why not? If the Romans fucking did basically what the Vikings did, because they did, they just basically went pillaging and raping everything, and we're, we're good at boats, basically. But, yeah. So why not? You know what <laughs> I mean? But they don't necessarily have to go across the Atlantic. They no. could have gone up and up and round. Like they could have know. been near Russia, back in the Russia, and just gone across <laughs> to Alaska or whatever. They, you know also, I mean? they also found an invasive plant uh, or like bush or shrub or something called. Uh, Burberry Burris Vulgaris or something like that. Mm. Burberis Burberis Vulgaris, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's it's not native to Canada and it's growing like a motherfucker. And this this particular plant was used almost solely by Russian sailors to season uh, uh, Roman sailors to season food and to help um, keep scurvy at bay, like not lack of vitamin C. Mm -hmm. And also. So that that shouldn't have been there, but it is there. The native people of the area, I think they're called the. Sorry if anybody listening, <laughs> I think they're called the Micmac or the 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 Mike Mac, the Mickey Max. Well, they've adopted fifty Roman words into their language, uh, which are mostly nautical terms. How they know these sort of seafaring jargon, we don't we don't know. And right. they also carry a rare DNA mark, which has been traced to the Eastern Mediterranean. Okay, so yeah, so it's like that they they know lingo of it, yeah, which they shouldn't have because obviously they didn't know they existed, and it's in their genes, yeah, and there's plants growing there that shouldn't be there, and they're pulling swords out the fucking floor and coins. Mm. The thing is, if if we're wrong, about if our history's we're, wrong, we're, we're never we're never right though. Yeah, 
That's how you got to look at it. We might be positive about stuff. We'll go, yeah, we're, we're pretty sure. But it's, uh, even science, science things get changed. You know what I mean? They, go, they don't go fact because they're never doing science, really. They just go, we know, we believe this and that and that. And it's, it's you know, it's kind of pushed in your face that you, sh- you need to believe it, which is true because it's kind of kind of right. But then they go, oh, do you know what? Actually, there was a fucking cloud there or something <laughs> one day and it changes everything. But it's the same basis, but it's different. It was a different time scale or whatever. I think, what I mean? uh, yeah, I think so. Because if we're, if we're wrong, it's not that we're... It's that's not a bad thing. That just no, means we've learned good. something. Corrected you know what I mean? It. Yeah, we've corrected ourselves or trying to correct ourselves. But which like, is what we need to do. So I suppose it's like academics who have invested their entire life into studying Chris Columbus and you know the the founding of America. But you're wrong, son. You know what I mean? Mm. That'd be like someone telling me the moon landing wouldn't hadn't happened. I'd be like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of feel their pain in a way. So I don't know, man. I think Chris Columbus should should fuck off now. It, he's just—I think he's a bit of a dickhead, to be honest. <laughs> well, he wasn't a nice guy. No, he. But that's it. He kind of. He was like the their time celebrity, but like you know, he wanted to be the best. <laughs> We're not like who wants one to be a millionaire. He's one of those knobheads in the pub. You, you walk, you know, they walk <laughs> in. You can you can tell they're walking with like the chest out and they're like that, and you're thinking they're great, and they stand at the bar and have a good look round. You're like, mate, you look like a fucking cock, mate. <laughs> just. Get your pint and sit down. All right. <laughs> yeah, get your mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they reckon he got eaten by some... Yeah, like Chris, Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, good sandwich. I can't remember. I should have fucking thought about that before. Whatever. No, I mean, whatever. Him in his boat. Hopefully he got He probably never fucking went anywhere. He just made it <laughs> he up. He just took the government money and just fucked off to Spain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just went, went around the went Algarve. To, went to Benidorm. Fucking chilled in the apartment there. He like, <laughs> like just left Spain and went around the corner and went, that'll do. Yeah, See you in a bit. There was something over there. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's going to require a tinfoil hat. Okay. 100%. This one's called the Wedge of Aid, I believe, is pronounced. Okay. And uh, it's an aluminium. Nice onesie, Hannah. What onesie's that? Oh, she's gone quiet. She's wearing a Lima onesie. Why not? So, yeah, this is an aluminium wedge. um, And I said that correct for our our American listeners. It's not aluminium. It's aluminium. Yeah. It's 20 centimetres long. It doesn't glow in the dark. Yeah. (laughs) That's how aluminium sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. It's aluminium because you're speaking English. Get it right. Yeah, you're not speaking American. There's no such thing. (laughs) It's actually English you're speaking. So it was found in Romania in the 1970s. Like I said, it's 20 centimetres long. It's got holes drilled into it. It's an aluminium wedge, two kilograms in, in weight. It's clearly fabricated. You, I mean, it doesn't take a fucking genius to figure that out. It's a block of metal. Testing, 90% aluminium, 10% other metals. It's been tested twice, actually, once in the 70s and again in the 1990s. And they reckon it's 250,000 year old. It's a quarter of a million year old, which poses a problem because... Aluminium was only uh, invented 200 years ago. Oh, okay. And it was found in the same layer of soil, like we were saying before, the, the, what the environment it's found is important. It was mastodon bones there, which indicate that it's about 11... It was been in that current position in the ground for 11,000 years. Right, okay. And researching this is fucking hilarious because, like, it, it depends on what website you click, obviously, because like some it, some websites are like UFO hunters find quarter of a million years, and then other like Rational Wiki get mate, this is just a tooth of a digger. <laughs> yeah, 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 like. yeah, It yeah, does yeah. look like a tooth of a digger, <laughs> yeah. mate. 
it's just somehow got into that layer because it's been dug around. Because they were something. digging yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where they found it. They were yeah, digging yeah. with a digger. Yeah, and then yeah. they found a block of aluminium. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if like them teeth on the edge of on the edge of them scoops are actually aluminium. That sounds like I a doubt fucking it. shit. There'll be there'll be something really heavy, won't they? It's yeah. gonna be some hardcore metal. Like tungsten tip. Aluminium. Nah, it won't steel. be. It won't be aluminium. It bends, wouldn't it? If they hit a rock or something, it's yeah. just gonna shatter or bend, isn't it? You like know what I mean? Cans have aluminium, but still, still, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's all bullshit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit, <laughs> innit? Yeah, it is absolute and utter. <laughs> so this, uh, again, this one is um, is real, or we, th- or we think it is. Right. Um, it was uh, the Piri Reese map made in 1513 by uh, a Turkish map make- maker called Piri Reese. Piri Reese. Piri Reese. He was an admiral in the Turkish Navy. So and he made good sauce. He made piri. <laughs> yeah, he made piri sauce, yeah. <laughs> hot piri sauce. He, he, uh, yeah, he, said he, he made maps and hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, he had Nando's called Pando's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sits there drinking sauce while reading maps. <laughs> he used a combination of, of uh, maps from around the world, known maps at this time, because this is like the 14th century. Or 15th century, something like that, 14th century. So he used di- about 20 different individual maps from like Portugal... Like some Arabic maps, medieval maps, and even apparently a map by Chris Columbus to to develop a, a sort of a big picture. You know, right, you okay. went that way, you went that way. Yeah, yeah. So let's fucking put them let's all together. Let's see if it links up or whatever. Let's yeah, see yeah. what the fucking big picture is. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of the few maps that remain, and it's only partially intact from this period. Right. And the only part of the map that survives shows the western coast of Europe, Africa, Brazil, and a few Atlantic islands. And what's nuts about this and it is fucking crazy about this map, is it shows the position of the northern coastline of Antarctica, which is a bit weird, because at the time of the map's creation, 1513, Antarctica had not yet been discovered, and wouldn't be discovered for another, like, two or three hundred years. Right, okay. And and the coast is considered so accurate, people claim that a a civilization must have been advanced enough to, to view it from... From above, from above the surface of the planet, which is hilarious, and mate, it shows that the Antarctic coastline. I don't, I don't mean like the ice. It shows the rock coastline underneath the ice. And the last time, like we only know where that is from satellites in orbit. No. And the last time it was ice free was six thousand years ago. So the tinfoil hat brigades say that Antarctica was at some point mapped, possibly you know, thousands of years ago from above and the evidence of the coastline can only come from that and, and it's and it's in this map for us all to see. Mm. It's pretty Im- pretty impressive that it's... But it's open for interpretation. If you have a look at it, it's a yeah, bit... right, yeah. Because map ma- makers in the 14th century would include an undiscovered land ma- map, uh, mass in the southern hemisphere in their maps. Now, what they said is that there has to be a large continent in the southern hemisphere yet undiscovered to balance the Earth. That's what, oh, they, that what they thought. So maybe he's done that and, and it just so happens to be near enough to sort of same sort of size. And Mate, it's, it, but it's 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 bang on, yeah. unfortunately, so they say. But this this like fictional landmass that used to be included in early maps um, used to connect to various countries like um, Southeast Asia, sometimes Africa. And it's possible that Piri Reese was, was doing the same thing, just guessing, but like you say, got it got it 100% correct. Mm. But it's been tested, and it's, it is legit. Um, and even the US Air Force map dudes have had a look at this, and there was um, 
uh, a lieutenant colonel called Harold Olmeyer, uh, and he was a commander. And they sent this shit out and said, check this bollocks out, man. What's this about? And, you know, the top guys at the time apparently are saying that the... Um, they claim that the uh, the lower part of the map portrays Princess Martha, coast of Queen Maudland, Antarctica, and the Palmer Peninsula is reasonable. We find that this is the most logical and, in all probability, the correct interpretation for the map. Right. The ge- geographical data shown in the lower part of the map agrees very rem- remarkably with the results of the seismic profile made across the top of the ice cap by the Swedish and British Antarctic expedition. This indicates the coastline has has been mapped before it was covered by the ice cap. The ice cap in this region is about a mile thick. We have no idea how the data on this map can be reconciled with the supposed state of geographical knowledge in 1513. Hmm. <laughs> hey, that's bizarre, that is, isn't it? Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? How would they, wouldn't be able to, they just wouldn't be able to do it, would they? It's under the ice, under a mile of ice. Hmm. It's weird, isn't it? So I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a, log- a logical explanation, except for the fact he's just fluked it. Yeah, he's either fluked it or someone, someone, someone knew that it was there. So, like, the theory Did, is... Would they think that... Oh, could, could there be a theory of... Because there's... Because if they could see it, which they didn't know it was there... Didn't know it was there, yeah, mate. exactly, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's fucking weird. So, the, the theory is that humanity, this is what we're sort of building into, developed to a fairly advanced state and got taken to the edge of extinction. I mean, I don't know whether this is fucking true. Um, probably by a comet or an asteroid strike, something like 12,000 years ago. It, during these impacts, we lost everything. It all got wiped out by like tsunamis, earthquakes, yeah, yeah, fires, yeah. the fucking the lot, uh, except for the odd thing here and there, like a, a spark plug or a yeah. hammer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so interestingly, they are finding craters that support a theory of a large impact around this time frame of, of around, you know, 11 to 12,000 years ago. It was announced this week, actually, that a 31 mi- uh, kilometre wide crater, which is 19 miles, which we didn't know existed, has been found 900 metres underneath the, the solid ice of, of Greenland. And they think that this the impact that caused this one, is potentially a, a mile wide when it, came in like yeah. I don't know, and these things are like made of iron so yes. there's a big old fucking yeah. weapon coming down the impacts date to be they reckon at least 12,000 years and possibly older and Gobekli Tepe as we were talking before it's got massive stone you know inscriptions and, and, and depending on your interpretation one of them which is found in uh, I think it's a pillar 43 on enclosure D tells us that this is exactly what happened to humanity so, so there must be some sort of drawing or document that someone's done like who survived and going fuck well you know they, I mean? so if if they found that and it's around the same time, then surely, then yeah, it's documented by that pillar that you're saying there. Well, this is the thing, because they couldn't write it on paper, because they knew it, if they've come out of a cataclysm, that paper's not going to fucking last. Probably, yeah. you, you carve it into rock. It's probably and then they purpose- rare as rocking horse shit anyway, paper back then. But they buried it as well. Apparently mm. they buried this monument, to I'm assuming, to protect it. But there's this um, stone called the Vulture Stone, 
suggests that a, a swarm of comet fragments hit the Earth at exactly the same time that a mini ice age struck. Essentially, it caused it, uh, which changed the course of human history about 11,000, 12,000 years ago. Now, there is data also being looked at, again, from the same place that seems to suggest that whoever built Gobekli Tepe 11,000 years ago knew that the Earth's rotation had shifted and changed after the supposed in impacts because of the stars in a slightly different position. Now, after the ice age, um, the the ice age was was caused by this impact, and it and it and it forced groups of people these you know to 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 band together and survive. So the age of the the hunter gatherer, the nomadic person, was was over. We had to cultivate crops together. We had to. Uh, that led to the development of ag agriculture and, and farming, which in turn led to huge leaps in technology and innovation because we were talking to each other uh, and it could have sparked modern civilization if right. we are correct in interpreting that. Might be. So so there might have been a spark plug in a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because old Ferraris as well, in stone. There's a, um, the, the final bit here, uh, the um, Sumerian kings list. I mean, this is, you're going to need a full body tinfoil suit for this, this right, one. Okay. <coughs> but it's, it's fringe shit, but it's fun to think about, man. That's, so it, it lists, this, this uh, Sumerian king's list um, charts every single Sumerian king, and the list begins 266,000 years ago. So that doesn't fit in no. with anything. It also documents every single planet in the solar system, including Pluto, and the planet's relative sizes, their positions, as well as orbital periods. And that shit like that's fucking mental. All this was... Pluto was discovered in 1930. You know what I mean? And it also says that the first kings descended from the heavens in ships, like kingships, and landed in now what is what was ancient Iraq. And these are the dudes that taught them about astronomy. Mm, aliens. <laughs> yeah, it comes back to aliens. That's what life's about. There's loads of mad stuff, mate. Fossilised footprints. There's spheres of rock two and a half billion years old that are found in South Africa. And when they cut, they've got like carvings around the outside. When they cut them open, there's like this weird white fibrous material on the inside. They're perfectly balanced. They'll spin for ages. They're two and a half billion years old and they look like they've been made. They've just fuck all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still fucking a molten rock. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what's your conclusion on history, Rob? Um... <laughs> I'd say <clears throat> I'd say twenty twenty percent of that is probably feasible, and the other eighty percent's just made up of bullshit, basically. Yeah. But uh, you know, you think weird things can happen. So something that I might think is bullshit might actually just be might have happened. Yeah, could it all be real. Yeah, but I doubt it. It's fun to think about, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I really want that Sumerian kings list to be real. Yeah, that'd kings be cool. come from heaven. Yeah, it talks about astronomy. Well, that's okay, that's got yeah. bullshit straight away with it all <laughs> over it. So, as soon as you said that they came down on a boat or something, I was like, nah, straight away. Well, they reckon that kings like uh, he reigned from like um, this year to this year, and the, the, the years that these kings reign, like the individuals reign, five hundred like years, fucking thousand years, nine hundred years. You know, like, really? And like, yeah, they weren't human. They came down in ships. And they taught us about space. That's why we know Pluto's over there and you monkeys won't find out until <laughs> yeah. 1930. We stamped it on a rock thousands of years ago. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. It's our interpretation. They need to talk to us. If we could speak to them, 
they'd be like, mate, that's just a fast food menu. Yeah, yeah. they go, <laughs> what, what are you on about? Spice? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Just kebab, that is. Yeah, that was a fucking, fucking dung beetle we drew <laughs> <laughs> on the rock. So yeah, that's man. it. Yeah. A different one. Fun one, though. It's good. I like that one. It's good fun. Good episode, man. Good episode. All right, then. Whatever. Um, so if you want to contact us, yeah, man. you contact us on robotsforeyes at gmail.com.co.uk. .org.uk.edu I don't I still don't know what one it is but anyway and if you want to just type us in on Google uh, Robots for Eyes and we'll come up with all the social media things so yeah. you can message us on that um, I won't look at it because I never do because it winds me up um, but my brother probably will um, I will I'll have a look thanks to everybody that's been leaving um, reviews on iTunes that's yeah, been thank helpful. you very much very much appreciated thanks to everybody on Facebook Instagram and Twitter uh, and yeah man Thanks for everybody for getting involved. Yeah. And yeah, I'll man. send your rocks out next week, Lily. Oh. Get your rocks off. Get she's going to love it. She's going to have a castle rock and she's got fucking Shakespeare's. William Shakespeare's rocks. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool, man. See you next week. See you later. <laughs>